Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Top of the Morn Trend. 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 That is courtesy of Kendrick Lamar and his new verse on contribution to the new Baby Keem Range Brothers. He's uh, he's on one. He's doing something. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. He's. I think he could either be. I, I doubt that he's losing his abilities as a rapper. So no. it's not that. So he is, I think he is thinking very far outside the box. And now I'm just like, when's this album coming out? Yeah. Just, just smash my head in with this new album, please. <laughs> I need to know where, because I know you have so much to say and talk about. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, the, the verse that was normal on Family Ties, like has him rapping like Hulk Hogan, like ending. Yeah, brother. Like, brother. Yeah. Uh and then yeah, he opens the the second verse we've heard uh is opens with top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Not even rhythmically. He's just right. cuz he's just <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you can tell he's like mocking other rappers and I'm curious. I really want to know who he's rap- like where he thought, "Oh, I know what I'm going to say. This fuck. I heard someone say top of the morning in a fucking rap song. Watch me hit this eight times in a verse." Uh did you know that DNA like he turned in at least one of the verses for that without like a backing track was just like, just, just make something to match to this. Um, oh, like he just, he just had the lyrics worked out, spit acapella and was like, and then was now, like, Hey, can you <laughs> figure out a way to make this work? Wow. Um, and they did. Cool. And it's a great, looking track. forward to it. Looking forward verse. to it. Um, looking forward to it. Looking forward, looking forward to it. Looking forward uh i am jack you are miles yeah. these are the trends here on monday september 13th uh in the afternoon youtube kids is trending which is my preferred babysitter personally you know yeah. you just set them up for the weekend in front of uh that app and uh you know daddy can go play <laughs> daddy can go play six to 36 round holes of golf because <laughs> uh, guess what it never ends the YouTube, but yeah, the the kids YouTube kids app is trending uh, because some like a mother online posted like she's like I was just trying to show my kid something on YouTube. I search baby videos and then uh, industry baby for Lil Nas X that comes on and she's like, don't try and tell me they're not trying to come for our kids like type of shit like saying like Ooh. YouTube is like no matter what you know whatever the I don't even know where the fuck she's going with that. Um, and a lot of people were quick to point out, they're like, Hey, asshole, if you did like maybe three extra steps of parenting, you could set up parental controls pretty easily. Or I don't know, like uh, half the other adults who have kids here get the YouTube kids app where it's already filtering a lot of stuff, but people were just kind of dragging this person. Cause like a lot, it was just, it felt like the energy of a lot of annoyed parents who's like, we've already done the work of figuring out how to put our kids in front of YouTube. And it's not this. So yeah. Also, not how YouTube works. That you have to play whatever results, like what what is clearly a music video. Like, uh, anyways. Also, YouTube Kids can't recommend that. YouTube Kids is is the wilderness of children's entertainment. It's just you know who knows. <laughs> That's who's not guaranteed what. to be good either. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be pretty bad. It's just so um, this whole tweet says this was the third video that popped up when I searched baby videos on YouTube. How much more proof do people need that they are after our kids? Mm. Oh um, no. Oh boy. 
prenup is trending. Mm-hmm. We got uh, because Brittany announced Brittany that ain't she no chump. is engaged to Sam Ashgari. And, you know, she's exploring uh, her newfound freedom and good for her. You know? Yeah, they've been together like five years or something. So uh, get that prenup, I guess. I think a lot of I think that's probably news because peop, she's she was already in one situation where someone was not doing the best they could with her finances. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Cool. They protect themselves, I guess, or really Brittany, because I'm sorry, Sam. I don't know what kind of IP you've generated uh, right. over the last 20 some years. And if there is, my bad. I'm not trying to come for you like that. But I think he's I think, a fitness model, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, that's where I'm familiar with him from. Um, I know that IP, dude. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'll tell you that much. This dude looks good. His interesting uh, doing pectorals. It that's the IP I'm here for. I think I called it Kettle Pell, uh, which <laughs> proves how familiar I am with the world of fitness modeling. Um, <laughs> That'd be a great scene. I don't know why there's a movie where you're an undercover cop and you have to get into the fitness scene in your first outing at the gym. Oh, yeah. Hand me one of them Kettle Pell- Pells. <laughs> Did I get that right? Huh? What'd no, you say? No, you said Kettle Pell. I said What'd Kettle Pell. <laughs> nah, I didn't say that, dude. Now hand me one so I can fucking lift it. I mean, this dude is 27. He's hot. Shout out to Brittany, you know. But yeah, definitely get a prenup. Disney Store is trending. Um, you know, I just thought some prayers out to the fine people at Disney. Uh, a little worried about them after announcement that they're uh, closing uh, most, if not all, of the oh. remaining Disney stores that are open. Uh, oh, so, God. What's next? The Imaginarium? I don't know. I really, you know, it's, uh, I always thought that the Disney store would be open. Uh, it turns out it will be just in target. <laughs> People are covering this like Disney's like mm. it's the end of an era. They, they're just opening 160, uh, Disney experience in target locations, uh, before these holidays, like the upcoming holidays, I believe. So, yeah. Cause I feel like you see a Disney store most of the time at a mall. Yeah, or like a huge ass mall. So part of me is like, yeah, they're they're probably doing okay. But I think with them, they know, fuck it, we'll just put it all in a smaller store. Right, we'll still have the same products. I can't tell you the last time I was in a Disney store because I think at a certain age, I'm like, this is baby shit in here, bro. Right, fucking lit. Like again, I I hate bringing up evoking the Imaginarium, but that was the fucking. Wait, what is the Imaginarium? You don't remember the Imaginarium? It was like also in malls, and they would have like two entrances like an adult size entrance and then another one for like kids and they would have like fiber optic oh. lights and you go in and that's where they had like that educational was educational like toys educational shit. shits exactly right. like they didn't Rain have makers. no fucking gi joes yeah they had devil sticks they had Moncala. <laughs> right. they had all that shit you know what right. I mean? um and that's where like i remember like my mom would be like if you want something that has to stimulate your mind i'm like right Fuck, i just this want is the only ninja turtle motherfucker please <laughs> I'm like, fine, give me this uh fucking book about real turtles. I guess Shit. I'll make another crystal radio. <laughs> um but I feel like Disney Store was probably the worst piece of Disney like branding. Like I just for whatever reason that that branding never really like was as pristine as like all the other shit that they've been doing. It was like a yeah. shitty store with like it was like having a a bad gift shop from inside Disneyland, like out in the middle of 
you know, a mall. It was like, oh, this yeah. kind of sucks. And it, and it did its thing because I think most people, I remember you like you would see like just children dragging adults like across a mall, like they were just sure. levitating towards the fucking thing. So yeah, they did the good thing. It was like, dude, I'm, like, I'm I wonder when they first pitched the Disney store, they're like, okay, you know how the fucking kids lose their shit at the gift shop at the parks? Imagine if we just started putting the gift shops all over the motherfucking world. And they're like, yes, exactly, exactly. Boom. And they'll drag the parents in and they will be forced to buy a sippy cup with, uh, you know, one of the characters. I, I, My memory fails me. Let's say Nala from Lion King. Mm. Well, another thing that is just a testament to uh, bygone times is uh, the VMAs happened uh, last night, I believe. And I didn't oh, notice or care uh, at all. Um, yeah. and that used to be my shit, man. I remember, uh, yeah, le leaving high school being like, oh, this is going to be a great VMAs. Chris Rock is hosting. And then by the time I was in college, by the time it happened and I was, I remember like walking by someone's room and it was on and being like, I don't care about that at all yeah. anymore. Um, yeah. Cause it was like the, like, I remember as a teenager, like the Academy Awards, even though I wanted to be like a snobby, like film nerd lover kid, it didn't quite. This was like our Academy Awards. You right. know what I mean? Where like everyone's like, yeah, man, you got to see the VMAs, man. Did you see what happened? Even though like you're not invested in it at all because you're just invested in all the pop culture shit of it. But yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know if I'm proud to say I had no idea that they happened or if I'm saddened or if I, maybe my priorities have simply moved on to more truly more important things i think it was the 40th anniversary of mtv and so they had like some uh classics like madonna come out um okay and, uh there there was also a uh fight on the red carpet where conor mcgregor tried to fight machine gun kelly um for what unspecified reasons I like for like real I not some like wrestling type shit I have, I don't know there because Conor McGregor's like both camps are like, no, that didn't really happen. But like, there's pictures of Conor McGregor, like taking swings at him as he's being like held back by a security guard. So, I mean, Megan Fox was wearing like some sort of sheer thing that everyone was like, I mean, her name was one of the top trending things uh, this morning. So maybe Conor McGregor was just mad that Machine Gun Kelly is dating Megan Fox. I like this like very uncle approach to explaining what happened. He's like, well, maybe Connor was just a little jealous that he wasn't taking <laughs> Megan to the to the ball. <laughs> so Machine Gun the Kelly, they're just jealous. Okay? They're just jealous. Okay, I just MGK? want you to know. Anyways, um, anybody who still cares about VMAs or like still watches them, uh, let us know what we missed. If we if we missed something good, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, Amy Coney Barrett ha had a, a speech yeah. where she was addressing fellow conservatives mm -hmm. and said some puzzlingly, uh, I don't know, she, puzzling things about how, yeah. yeah. Look, she, this is a <laughs> Supreme Court justice who was speaking at the fucking McConnell Center. And she was brought to stage by Mitch McConnell, 
So again, you can tell a very nonpartisan affair uh, that she was uh, participating in and brings up that she fears, quote, the court could be seen as partisan and was saying that justices must be, quote, hyper vigilant about mm -hmm. personal biases because, again, fears the court could be seen as partisan. Wow. This is like her head fake. I mean, it, it's something that all Supreme Court justices on both sides are frustratingly invested in this idea that we're just calling balls and strikes here. Uh, it's completely objective. And we are just like Jedis of uh, the American legal institution. And that's the only way that decisions are made. It's like, no, you are special. Uh, just entirely a political operation apparatus. Yeah. Uh, your whole point is uh, to make conservative decisions. And this is presumably her just like head faking about, you know. Or just being, you know, so in denial about what she is and why right. she's there. That's a good you know? point. It's like, a possibility also. I would, you know, out of your own, for your ego's sake, you'd probably want to be like, no, nah, like I'm, they didn't pick the me because I'm Aunt Lydia from The Handmaid's Tale. Like, <laughs> that's not why. It's because I have good takes, and I'm I'm Justice Machine, who right. has strict interpretations of the Constitution. Man, fuck out of here. Yeah. The fucking McConnell Center. And yeah, this is part of this trend, man. These justices are talking more and more and more in public. I don't, like, it. it that ship has set sail, like, for both sides. You had Breyer talking somewhere just out loud about like what he plans to do or doesn't plan to. She's out here trying to defend the work of the court. I mean, it's just like, I, I could, I feel like it's only in the last 20 years where I felt like, Oh, right. This is a Supreme court justice talking out loud. It seemed like they would always try and keep it low. Right. But everything again is so partisan. Like, yeah, I guess it's not surprising either. Yeah. Except Scalia's rap battle career was, you know, yeah. but he spoke mostly through that and through his opinions. Uh, exactly. People don't his know ciphers that. are pretty right. The, uh, the MC cannabis, can I bus? Yeah. Uh, was actually just a mouthpiece for Antonin Scalia. <laughs> um, everything, uh, yeah. you know, that, that first album, can I bus? That's all Scalia. People don't yep. realize that. Yeah. yeah, they don't recall is trending, uh, because Californians can vote, uh, today and tomorrow on whether to, uh, recall, Governor uh, Gavin Newsom, mm -hmm. uh, Kroger brand Patrick Bateman, yeah. as, as you put it, Miles. And yeah, the if it's basically almost assured that uh, if he does get recalled, uh, we will have uh, Larry Elder uh, in in his stead. Um, mm -hmm. Larry Elder, who is a conservative podcast host, conservative. Yeah talk radio, radio you know radio yeah. before that but you know he tried to hop in with us and podcasting i see mm -hmm. i see you chasing the dragon larry but yeah it's uh the the wild thing that came out of the weekend was rose mcgowan was stumping for him yep uh like at a campaign event and her whole thrust was like all the like people who like violated me were democrats therefore all democrats are bad and they're mm -hmm. and that's part of hollywood and you can't trust them so I'm with Larry Elder. And she's like, do I agree with him on everything? No, but that's right. fine. Right. And you're like, what do you agree with him on exactly? Because <laughs> right. he's saying all kinds of whack-ass shit, but okay. I mean, you know, Rose McGowan has already had a very like troubled 
like time uh you know with the times up movement and me too and like what she's spoken to choose or what she's chosen to speak up about and some weird takes on the lgbtq community but hmm. yeah i don't know it's just a, it was a very very odd duo um between yeah. larry elder and like rose mcgowan but i mean this is where this is where it's at it's like get out the who can you get out to get out the vote so yeah. this is where they had it and i'm not sure who they think her appearance will sway as a voter. Like, who is that voter who's like, man, wherever Rose McGowan's at, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Because if is it because it's almost like this cheap, like pseudo feminist argument of like, well, because of the things that I endured and what I know, you could never be like that's obviously antithetical to what I believe as like a feminist or anyone looking for some kind of equality. Um, but that, but it's but it's Rose McGowan and it's yeah. Larry Elder that's going to bring that. It just doesn't seem. Yeah, but it's normalizing the idea that, you know, I think people have rightly pointed out that it's like a nightmare scenario if Larry Elder takes over as governor and they're, they're kind of trying to normalize that and be like, no, that's just where he's he's chill. He may not. We may not agree on everything, but I've yeah. seen a surprising number of Larry Elder signs around Los Angeles. Uh, yeah well because i think a lot of people especially if you're like a white conservative you're like what i mean he's black right like what are you gonna say what are you trying yeah. to say about that because that's a you know black conservatives are uh famously uh well loved um by their <laughs> white counterparts as cover for all the terrible shit that happens as a party yeah so go go out and vote no uh lest this asshole become the governor and yeah, it would get ugly uh, for yeah, Californians. Yeah. And finally, renting a car. Uh, there, there's a new LA Times article that is uh, suggesting that renting a car is going to be a pain in the ass until well into 2022. Basically, the global microchip shortage that has cut production of new cars continues to be a problem. And it's way, way up the supply chain. So... It's just causing all sorts of downstream issues. So rental car firms are having to change policies. Like they used to sell their cars when they reached 25,000 to 50,000 miles. Uh, they now keep them until they reach 90,000. And they're also trying to restock their uh, fleet by buying back cars that have been previously sold off at auction, probably Yikes. for good, for good reason. I will just say that my experience with, a rental car when we went east flew into philadelphia had to drive an hour to uh to the jersey shore and we were like one of our tires uh, it turned out was like a 12 like uh psi like a, it was supposed to be a 36 oh, um whoa. and it was mm -hmm. it was at a 12 and it was like noticeably low um that i just like happened to notice it after doing the entire drive and um yeah, it's it's scary. Like that could have easily been a a really bad thing to have your tire blow out, like on the New Jersey Turnpike. Bunch of kids in the car. Yeah, a bunch of kids in the yeah, car. Yeah, I mean, the, and the lack of inventory has been, I think, like the biggest strain too. Is just because, I think, in the pandemic, I thought a lot of cars were sold off because they're like, well, no one's traveling and we're just sitting right. on cars. Uh so I wonder what that's like. I wonder what that's like when they call the dealerships and are like. Can we get the 
Can I buy that pack please? actually? Please, like, and don't charge me more. Like, I'll just <laughs> give you the same. Like, let me just get it back. Yeah, I think they're even uh, like rental car companies, like basically Uber rental car, like Airbnb rental car, where you can just like rent somebody's yeah, car. Turo. Yeah, Turo. Yeah. Um, but who? I haven't done enough research to know like all the all the downsides to that. I'm sure. I did that. Well, I not I did a version of it. Uh, when I travel, I was just like, I just asked people I knew if they knew someone with a spare car. And I was like, mm. I'll pay their fucking car payment. Like, that's right. cheaper than even renting shit wow. like, in certain cities because yeah. it's so astronomically high. Remember when Daniel Van Kirk was on a while back, he was talking about how, like, in certain parts of Hawaii, because of the massive amounts of tourists that have gone there, plus the lack of rental cars there, like, put rates at, like, you know, in the hundreds of dollars per day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just the... You know, world's moving. People got their used cars, and I don't know. That's where we're at, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. That is going to do it for uh, this Monday. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Yes. Get the vaccine. Yes. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Do not. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.